Welcome to Living Well. I'm your host, Greg Horn, and I'm here to help you live a better life by sharing leading research, insights, and big ideas in the fields of science and everyday practice that matter most to living well. We respect your time and strive to cultivate your interest in all facets of living well, so each segment will be swift, short, worthwhile, informative, free, and truthful. Today's topic, part of our Living Well series, is walking for life, the simplest, lowest cost, and most natural form of exercise there is. If there's one remarkably simple way that almost anyone can increase the amount of movement they get in their body each day, it's going for a walk. Walking is surprisingly powerful because it's so simple. It's free. Almost anyone can do it at any time, just about anywhere. It requires no equipment or preparation. You can even do it while listening to your favorite podcast. Time Magazine reported in a study presented at the American Heart Association's 2012 meeting that offered evidence that walking briskly for one hour a day switched off 50% of the effect of the genetic markers responsible for high body mass index. So walking doesn't just burn calories, it actually switches off, or at least turns down, the genetic signals that contribute to making you gain weight. The same study also found that sedentary daily TV watching turns the effect of these genes back on. What's really interesting is that the walking and sedentary TV watching effects were independent of each other. You could cause improvements by walking for an hour per day, but if you then spent two hours sitting around watching TV, you would negate part of that benefit. This is further evidence that it isn't just enough to get exercise. We also need to be careful of spending too much time each day in a sedentary state. Even a short walk can have great benefits, especially once you get into the habit of walking more. A study published in the Journal of Hypertension found that in terms of treating hypertension, both longer walks of 40 minutes and a series of shorter walks, four 10-minute walks, were effective, but the benefits of four short walks actually lasted a little bit longer than the single long walk. Blood pressure dropped for 11 hours in total after the walks versus seven hours after those who just took one continuous walk. Walking can be even better for you than running. Because of its much lower impact, there are far fewer walking injuries. A lot of available data shows that for many people, habitual running can be very hard on the joints. This is especially true for people who are over their ideal weight since the impact from running is magnified with extra weight. A recent study asked the question, if they're traveling the same distance, which group of exercisers gets more benefits, walkers or runners? For the same distance, walking and running tied on some health markers. And on the rest of the health markers, walking proved to be almost twice as beneficial as running over the same exact distance. The kind of walking used in the study and the kind that I recommend for getting the maximum health benefits is brisk walking. That means a pace of around 3 to 5 miles per hour, ideally, a 10 to 12 minute per mile pace. Judging by your breathing, you should be able to walk at a pace that's intense enough so you can carry on a conversation, but you shouldn't be able to sing. If you can sing a song while walking, stop singing and pick up your pace. Walking in the morning before breakfast is my favorite way to start the day, rain or shine, light or dark. I like to think of a morning walk as something that takes no net time because even if I'm investing 20 or 30 minutes walking, my productivity boost over the next two to three hours makes up for the time spent walking. 
A morning walk is also an easy way to knock out your exercise before breakfast. The time after lunch and dinner is also a prime opportunity to add some walking to your schedule. Walking after a meal helps reduce the spike in triglycerides that typically follows a high-fat meal, according to a study that was performed in Kyoto, Japan. The study found that a walk or light resistance exercise just before a meal also reduced triglyceride levels, although with a less powerful effect. While all walking seems to show benefits, I believe that walking outside, especially in green spaces like parks or trails, if you're lucky enough to have them nearby, has additional benefits. A recent study performed in Scotland attached a new lightweight form of scanner to participants. The study participants walked through green parks, pedestrian-friendly historic districts, and busy commercial areas. They found that walking in the green park area reduced the signs of mental fatigue compared to the busy area. This finding is hardly surprising. Walking among trees and nature tends to calm people, increases their sense of well-being, and makes them better able to focus on tasks. So go for a walk. It's a natural part of living well. As always, send your questions and comments to us at info at living-well.com, and we'll answer them on a future show. You can also join us on Facebook at Greg Horn Living and subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen. 